I use men's basketball. Big Ten schedule is out, and if the Hoosiers are going to win the conference title this season, they're absolutely going to have to earn it. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is Monday, June 20th. Hope you all the fathers listening had a great Father's Day on Sunday. But this is Locked On Hoosiers, your one and only daily one-stop shop for everything IU Athletics. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every single day. Today's sponsor is BetOnline.net. They have you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, the Hoosiers are going to be one of the top teams in the Big Ten this season. That was the focus of Friday's episode. If you missed it, their, their conference schedule has been released. It was released on Friday. I didn't have enough time to really dive into it, take a look at it, uh, to talk about it on Friday's show. It's the offseason. We can, we can dive into things across multiple days and whatnot. So let's take a look at this men's basketball schedule. I'm sure a lot of you have seen the schedule by now we don't have exact dates but what we do have is we know who the Hoosiers are going to play home and away who they're going to play only at home who they're going to play only on the road boy they're going to have to earn the Big Ten title this year they are going to uh, here's your home and away games Illinois Iowa Michigan Michigan State Northwestern Purdue and Rutgers Uh, your home only games are going to be Nebraska Ohio State and Wisconsin your road only games are going to be Maryland, Minnesota, Penn State. So if we're looking at uh, the the quick takeaways from this one, to me, one of the first ones is IU is not going to play at the Kohl Center. There are two two ways of thinking at this because one, that, that place is cursed for IU basketball. You guys certainly know about that, uh, but they, they haven't won at Wisconsin since the Kohl Center uh, was established basically or built. So, it is whatever, however you want to describe it, haunted, cursed. Um, it I you can't win there. So on one hand, it's great that the Hoosiers aren't going to play there because they can't win there. On the other hand, this might be the team that can finally break that dang curse. And I kind of wanted IU to go up there because when IU finally breaks that curse, I'm celebrating like we won the Big Ten title. And it would have been really cool for this team with Trace, Race, uh, Xavier, all these guys to be the team that finally, finally wins at the Cole Center. Not going to be the case this year. IU only plays at Wisconsin at home. The other more obvious takeaway, j- kind of jokes aside, is IU is going to have to earn this title this year. Uh, we talked on, on Friday's episode. For those that missed it, we spent uh, the first two segments talking about is IU kind of the favorite coming into the season? And do they just some of the top players that they have? The consensus is, yeah, they probably are the favorite. There are a number of teams that we looked at that could be among those that would be up there with them as the favorites. Your Michigan States, your Illinois, um, Ohio State was mentioned a couple times. Uh, Michigan is, is going to be kind of up there. I mean, um, they lost some talent, but... I do think Juwan Howard's a pretty solid coach, so they're going to be kind of in that running. So of those teams, Michigan, Michigan State, and Illinois, you're going to play twice this season. Uh, Ohio State, you do get at home only. So 
uh, it's nice that you don't have to play them twice. It's nice that you're only going to have to play them at home. So that's a, a win for the Hoosiers. But boy, if they're gonna if they're gonna win a conference title, if they're gonna compete for a conference title, they are going to have some some tough tough games to do it. Playing at Illinois, I, I know there were a lot of questions that we talked about. It's a completely remade Illinois roster, but uh, you're going to have to play them on the road. You're going to have to play uh, at Michigan State, which hasn't always been the easiest place to play at. Uh, so you're going to have to deal with that for the Hoosiers. Uh, you're going to have to play at Michigan. There's been some memorable wins there. One in particular I can think of to win the Big Ten title outright. Um, you obviously have Purdue twice. Um, so there are going to be some some tricky games that the Hoosiers are going to have to play or tricky teams. I should say the Hoosiers are going to have to play twice last kind of takeaway, pretty easy road schedule. If we're being honest, uh, in terms of teams, that they're only playing on the road, Maryland, Minnesota, Penn state. None of those are particularly tough teams. I don't expect any of those teams to be among the top teams in the big 10 next season. Um, Penn state seems to be improving, but ultimately, uh, it could have been a lot worse in terms of teams that you're only going to play on the road. So generally speaking, it's going to be a pretty tough schedule regardless. Uh, even if a little bit favorable in some areas, you're still going to have to play Illinois, Michigan, Michigan state, Purdue twice next season. You're going to have to earn it. And uh, on one hand, it makes it fun. If they win the big 10 title this season, it, there was no fluke to it. They will have had to have gone through some really tough teams and win some really big road games. And the road wins is something that they didn't have a lot of, and they struggled with last season. So we're going to see how much this team kind of learns from last season, how battle tested they are. And if they kind of are able to take that next step on the other hand, <laughs> boy, it's going to be brutal. This team is going to go through some, some wars this season between the non-conference schedule. We already know, in this conference schedule, you're looking at road games at Kansas, uh, potentially the Big Ten ACC tournament, potentially the Gavit games, but then a neutral site game against Arizona, and then you're looking at all these road trips in the Big Ten as well. So uh, there is, <laughs> there's not going to be any kind of uh, situation, I guess, this season as there was last year where IU couldn't win road games and they hadn't really been tested this team's going to be tested and for better or for worse, we're going to learn a lot about this team this season. I, it makes me more excited. Nothing I like more than going into an arena and silencing a raucous crowd. Hopefully it is a raucous crowd. Cause that probably means the Hoosiers are a top team and they really want that win. So this just makes me more and more excited for the season to start, man. We need to we need the schedule to come out so we can get an official countdown going because that's where I'm at with the with men's basketball this year is that I'm excited to see uh, what's going to go down and I'm just ready for this to start, man. I am so so ready for this to start. IU football schedule we do know and we know as well looking at the FPI from ESPN that this isn't going to shock you. IU has the toughest schedule in the Big Ten, one of the toughest in the nation. We're going to look at it. We're going to break it down here in just one moment before we do that though we need to talk about today's sponsor bet online they are your number one source 
for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's Stanley Cup finals, as well as MLB. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live bets, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. They they also have some NBA draft props on there as well. You can take a look at the NBA draft coming up on Thursday this week. Uh, Might not be any Trace Jackson Davis. Jaden Ivey is going to be in it, though. He's going to be one of the, the top names mentioned, so you guys can take a look. Uh, they also have future odds for uh, the title next season as well. So uh, plenty of uh, stuff to still bet on, even if it is a bit of a down period for live sports. There's always futures and props that you guys can bet on. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet online where the game starts. I want to thank you guys again for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. Make sure you go check us out on YouTube. Uh, we're growing pretty rapidly over there. Don't miss out on it. You guys can join in on the conversation every day, 7 a.m. Uh, we premiere the episodes over there. So go go subscribe over there. Join in on that conversation in the comments. Uh, let us know what you think of the, the topics we discuss. Uh, what is IU's toughest game next season for men's basketball? What do you guys think of the schedule? Let us know in those comments. IU football, we knew, we been knew that they were going to have a tough schedule. Uh, that wasn't necessarily a shocker. And realistically, it probably isn't much of a shocker either that uh, they are, or they do have the toughest schedule in the Big Ten next season. Not just that, they have a top 10 toughest schedule in the nation next season. So uh, the Hoosiers come in with the number 10 schedule overall, number one in the big 10 Rutgers is second. uh, Iowa is third. Maryland is fourth. If you're keeping track at home, (laughs) that is Indiana Rutgers and Maryland, three of the top four. And that is the three bottom teams in the big 10 East every season. It's a broken record at this point. Like it's frustrating, Uh, You can look at the flip side. Your four easiest schedules are Purdue, Minnesota, Illinois, Nebraska. Four teams in the Big Ten West. So it's a broken record. I'm going to complain about it a little bit more because this is probably the last time we're going to get to complain about it uh, because the hopefully, knock on wood, the divisions are going to go away and it's one less thing that uh, we can one less hurdle we can have in front of us, but man, it is a little bit of nonsense that this was ever considered fair and balanced. It's a little silly that they never really changed it because it, there's just always every year, a huge discrepancy in the big 10 East and the big 10 West. And it allows some silly things to happen in the big 10 West. Like we've spent much of this preseason, this ESPN FPI is fun to look at. It's also a little crazy because they have Nebraska as the current favorite to win the Big Ten West. Uh, we've spent a lot of this offseason talking about that and why that is silly. But at the same time, um, we have 
I don't think Nebraska is the favorite by any means, but they're a dark horse. And it's, it's frustrating to look at Nebraska with Scott Frost and make the argument for them as a dark horse to the win the division while Indiana with Tom Allen has the number 10 schedule in the entire country next season. If you want a little bit more of the details of that schedule, Ohio State is the number two team in FPI. Michigan is the number seven team in the FPI. Two top 10 teams right off the bat there. Penn State is number 12. Michigan State is number 16. They have the road game against Cincinnati. That is number 32. And then we mentioned Nebraska is number 35. I don't think Nebraska is that good, and they probably won't be 35th by the time they play IU. But as we saw last season, there could be surprises, and suddenly somebody else is really good, and uh, that makes IU's schedule that much more difficult. Cincinnati, uh, they're not going to be a college football playoff contender, but that's a tough, tough road game. I believe the game is already sold out, uh, so... Good luck with that. That one's not going to be fun. Uh, the Hoosiers are going to – they're going to have a, a daunting schedule. If we want to talk about tough schedules like we did with the basketball team, this football team is going to have a brutal schedule. Fortunately, it starts off pretty easy with Illinois, Idaho, and uh, Western Kentucky. Illinois is 73rd in FPI, so – uh, about as easy as it's going to get on IU schedule this season. Uh, only Rutgers is going to be worse. So IU is going to open up with a uh, fairly easy schedule. Uh, Idaho, obviously not ranked on here. They're not an FBS school. Western Kentucky comes in one spot above the Hoosiers, and that will be a home game. So three winnable games off the bat based on FPI. Uh, but then you're going to Cincinnati, to Nebraska, which even if they're not 35th in the country, it's going to be a pretty pretty solid team. Um, it's going to be a, a tough game regardless. Then you're hosting Michigan, hosting Maryland. Maryland, again, uh, they're going to be right in that same boat as IU, just getting beat up uh, constantly. But they're also ranked 43rd, about 20-some spots above IU. Uh, Rutgers we mentioned, and then we've mentioned Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan State, and Purdue is one spot in the Big Ten ahead of Indiana, but they're 20 spots in the country ahead of Indiana. It's it's daunting. It's not fun. Uh, again, hopefully this is the final time we have to look at these divisions and talk about how unbalanced they are because you can look at Purdue's schedule and – you get that Big Ten West bump. They're playing Ohio State. They're playing Syracuse. Um, they are having a generally much easier schedule. Syracuse is 62nd, a couple spots ahead of Indiana. Uh, they're playing Florida Atlantic, who is 87th. And then they get the Big Ten West. So this Purdue team is probably going to reel off a bunch of wins, and we get to deal with that as well next season. So there's your doom and gloom about the football team. I don't know if you guys signed up for that or not, but uh, this is why I want a countdown to the basketball season. We're going to cover the football season. We're going to cover some more depth chart breakdowns this week. That doesn't mean it's going to be very fun to do because uh, it is a a grueling time to be an IU football fan as all the momentum's gone and we're going to have to figure out how to restart from square one. We're going to end on some good news uh, because a pair of Hoosiers 
won titles, won significant awards, we'll say, as your teaser uh, over the last, over the weekend, maybe extended weekend here. We're going to talk about them here in a moment. Terry Morin, uh, the legend herself, who obviously has completely reshaped IU's women's basketball program, earned herself some hardware on Sunday as she led the FIBA U18 USA team to a gold medal in the women's championships in Buenos Aires in Argentina on Sunday. Uh, she had been coaching them over the last weaker or a little more than a week i think uh no iu players on the roster i believe there was one uh iu commit potentially that was in consideration no iu players on the roster though but they beat canada 82 to 77 in the final on sunday night so uh good awesome terry Moore and getting a a gold medal the hoosiers have a gold medal winning head coach on the sideline for the women's basketball team. Shout out to them. Speaking of winning titles, Will Sheehy, the legend himself, uh, he has an NBA, well, he doesn't yet, but he is going to have an NBA championship ring. I admittedly did not know this until after the Golden State Warriors won the title on Thursday. Uh, He is a... Assistant video coordinator for the Warriors. This is the first year he has had a full-time um, kind of assistant basketball operations, whatever you want to call it, assistant coach, whatever it is, role. Uh, this is his first season as that. The The Warriors hired him prior to the season. I believe he spent time uh, in the G League or D League, as some of you guys might remember it, with the Warriors uh, briefly maybe. He bounced around the G League a little bit. He played for a number of different teams, and I believe uh, the Warriors were one of them. Uh, but with the Warriors beating Boston on Thursday of last week, uh, I was a little sad because it meant that Juwan Morgan was not going to get a ring. I was immediately cheered up as it meant Will Sheehy does. Sheehy played for the... Uh, Fort or Fort Wayne Mad Ants. Uh, he also played for the Los Angeles Defenders, and I was wrong. He played for the Raptors 905, and those were the only three stops he made. Uh, so he uh, played some internationally um, in Greece, it looks like, but uh, this is the first season he has gotten on an NBA sideline as a full-time guy. So Shout out to him for winning a ring. One last little note, fun little note. Uh, this caught my eye over the weekend. IU football offered Justice Fitzpatrick, who is Minka Fitzpatrick's brother. Minka, obviously the former five-star, superstar, standout, defensive back, safety with Alabama, Uh one of the cream of the crop at Alabama, and we know how much that means. Justice is his little brother. They were at a camp, uh, I believe in F- Florida, maybe. Uh, that's a pretty good guess, but he is the class of 2026. Uh, so naturally, this is his first offer. There is no ranking of the class of 2026. No one is that psychotic. Uh, and he doesn't even know his position yet. 
He was working out with the wide receivers. Obviously, he says he can play defensive back. Obviously, his brother is going to be able to give him a lot of tips on how to play defensive back. So uh, it's interesting. IU has already offered him. If he's anything decent, he's going to get a load of offers. It can't hurt to be the first team to offer him, though. So uh, shout out to Justice Fitzpatrick. Just commit on your first offer. Come to Bloomington. That's a risk I'm willing to take for the class of 2026 because if he's halfway as good as his brother was in college, then that's one of the best players I use had in a long time on the defensive end. So I'd love to get him on board, but fun little note might amount to nothing, probably will amount to nothing, but still uh, offering someone in the class of 2026 seems it got a chuckle out of me just reading that sentence. Maybe it did for you guys as well. Thanks again for making Locked On Hoosiers your first listen every day. We'll be back with you on Wednesday to talk about the wide receivers with our depth chart series. Now make your second listen, the Locked On NBA Big Board podcast. Raphael Barlow, Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin have you guys covered for the mock draft or the NBA draft coming up uh, this Thursday. And on those same lines, the first picks of the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft have been made, so make sure you guys search for the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey sports experts, the draft experts over at Locked On Big uh, NBA Big Board. Get all their insight. The five-episode Ultimate NBA Mock Draft is underway, so go make that your second listen with the NBA Big Board guys. Uh, you can find that on their feed, on M- any NBA feed. It was posted, so... Find your favorite NBA team. Go check out their podcast feed and listen to that first episode. Follow us on Twitter if you haven't already. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave a quick rating and review. I know we've had sound issues. I'm working on it, guys. I think it's specific to the the site we use to record our podcast because I don't have that issue elsewhere. So I'm trying to adjust settings. I apologize. It hasn't been the prettiest thing to listen to in the last, in the last week or so, maybe a little bit longer than that. I'm trying to get this fixed, guys. I promise. I know it sucks, but uh, we will get that worked out. So appreciate you guys, as always. Uh, Make sure you have a terrific Monday today. And uh, most importantly, LEO.